This is the Horse Radio Network. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily, episode 1371, where Roger from Greenflower Botanicals is going to talk about CBD oil and inflammation. And then in our main tip, and then in our main tip, Christy Landwehr and Terry Williams from the Certified Horsemanship Association talk about helping horses who struggle with having both leads, left and right. You need them both, folks. And now our own Dr. Wendy Ying speaks with Roger from Greenflower Botanicals in a series we call CBD Oil 101. Well, in our continuing series about CBD oil, we're going to discuss how to use CBD oil to treat some chronic inflammatory diseases like EPM, Lyme, and fibromyalgia. Roger, how can CBD oil help us with these problems? Well, again, um, Wendy, uh, CBD, again, probably one of its big claims to fame is its anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, and anti-anxiety properties. A lot of people know about that. So it can be very effective for the type of issues that you're talking about. But also along with that, some people don't really recognize that um, CBD or cannabidiol, as it's actually the long, long-term name, long-form name, is a neuroprotectant. And so it works in, uh, with the central nervous system uh, and the limbic and, limbic and paralimbic system in the brain and can be used and it can be highly successful for all kinds of neurodegenerative uh, conditions as well. Yeah, like the fibromyalgia in people and Lyme disease and EPM, that's all we think about those as neuro diseases, but also it's an inflammation of the nerves that's causing them to malfunction. So mm-hmm. we need something more than just pain relief and CBD oil can help with, like you're saying, to protect the nerves and cause them to be less uh, to fire less aggressively. Yeah, I mean, actually, you know, you're getting, a, you know, you're attacking it from several several vantage points there. But you know, the interesting thing is that all those things that you're mentioning can really take people for a loop. Can be very difficult for them to find some kind of solution. So, one of the things I would just say is, hey, it's really worth a try because we're seeing some incredible results out there with the kinds of things that you're mentioning. And if you're struggling and you can't find anything and everything you're trying is not working, do yourself a favor and get a hold of some CBD oil because. Uh, it, it really could be a game changer for you. Well, that's great. And how can people find out more about Greenflower Botanical products? Sure. You just go to greenflowerbotanicals.com uh, and all of our products are listed there on our website and a whole wealth of information as well and research to learn more about these things. And, and also make sure if you choose to try some of the products to use uh, a special coupon code we have for HRN listeners. Just use coupon code HRN and that'll get you 20% off your first order with us. If you show your horses, please check with your federation on the legal use of CBD oil. Well, and sticking with that theme of, you know, horse showing and things, obviously it's important to have two leads at the canter or the lope, even if you trail ride or don't horse show, but it's really important if you horse show. So what do you do, Terry, for riders who find their horses only have one lead at the canter or the lope instead of two? Um, a lot of times it starts out with that. That can be a rider problem too. I mean, it could also be a horse issue. Um, sometimes horses are stiffer one direction than the other. 
So you have to work on bending and counterbending to help make them more flexible. Um, every horse should be able to move his hips and his shoulders as you ask. Um, so basically, one thing to keep in mind that a lot of a lot of people out there, other than riding instructors, most riding instructors understand the concept is the lead comes from the hind end. And as a horse judge, when you're judging big classes, you know, if that horse wasn't set up right, if he didn't move his hind end over, I knew he was going to miss his lead before they took that first step. And that would help me, you know, spin around and catch the rest of them that missed your lead. Because you miss your lead, that's about 20 points off when you're thinking about it, and you're not going to place in that class. And as a judge, that helps you knock down the class. Now, as an instructor, you know, and my daughter, she really had a hard time with this. I mean, so her riding instructor had to work on her, too, you know, to get the horse to listen and to wait. So basically, you ask the horse to move his hips to the, to the inside with your outside leg, and when he gives to that and responds and moves his hips over, that's when you ask him to go forward with your outside seat. And have your, you still have your outside leg behind the girth. You can ask for a little bit more leg, and your inside leg is at the girth to keep him on the rail. And basically, he will begin to learn to pick up that lead correctly. But once again, he has to be bending first, so you have to do the groundwork before you start asking. But once he's able to move his hip over, he's usually going to get that lead. And I had I have another example that's kind of funny. My daughter used to laugh at me that um, she showed 4-H from the time she was 8 years old. And whenever you're in the warm-up ring, there's a lot of kids that don't have, you know, instructors that their parents have been helping teach them, and they have problems in the warm-up ring. And I would constantly help people, even though they were in my daughter's competition. That's what my daughter would think it was funny. Actually, I mean, she wasn't upset because, you know, she learned to ride for herself, not for the competition. Um, so I would help people. And one time there was this girl at this big show that was at the World Equestrian Center when it used to be called Roberts. And the girl kept missing her lead, the one lead in the warm-up arena. And her mom was totally frustrated. And... Um, basically I just said, Hey, you know, I can help you. This is what my daughter learned. Did not tell her I was a riding instructor. Just said, I can help you. You know, this is how my daughter has the same problem. And I taught her to move that horse's hip over. And within, you know, 10 minutes, she was getting her lead within 80% of the time. So just within 10 minutes, you know, she could do that. Now, the funny part was, she's like, I've been taking lessons, you know, for two years, twice a week. And her instructor had her jumping and she said, well, don't worry about the lead. We're just not going to worry about the lead. And right there, I mean, the kids going to the horse show, she's not going to place if she misses that lead. And so, I mean, basically with teaching her that and having the patience and her horse was already, you know, he was bending and everything. It was just a matter. It was pilot error is what I call it. So just encouraging her. And, you know, she did well at that show. So. So took my business card and been an instructor, but I'm, I've never been in it for the money. I've been in it for the joy of teaching, if that makes sense. And that about wraps it up, everybody. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Greenflower Botanicals and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to Horse Tip Daily and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner. This is Coach Jen, and I will be back again soon with another tip. So until then... Go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>